The Solomon Islands opposition leader says he's extremely disappointed that Australia ignored his warnings about a security agreement between Beijing and his country. A draft document of the agreement between Beijing and Honiara has emerged which would allow armed Chinese forces to be stationed in the Pacific nation. It is only a draft document. Opposition leader Matthew Whale says he warned Australian officials back in August that China was trying to establish a military presence in Solomon Islands. Watching it all unfold with interest is Dr Tess Newton-Kane, the program leader of the Pacific Hub at the Griffith Asia Institute. Tess Newton-Kane, thanks for joining us. What do you make of all of this? Is this embarrassing for Australia? Um, I, I don't think it should be seen as embarrassing for Australia. Uh, I think that, you know, as we know, Solomon Islands has uh, been developing a very, you know, has been moving much closer to China since uh, making that switch at the end of 2019. It's been a, a, a relationship that has developed quite quickly on a number of fronts, uh, including including the security front. So, you know, this has been, you know, this has been a, an ongoing conversation. It's still an ongoing conversation, as you quite rightly pointed out, this is a draft document. So nothing's been signed, nothing's been set in stone. I think, um, you know, I've read, you know, I've seen what uh, Matthew Wale has had to say. Um, and, you know, I guess my my responding or my question back would be, what was it that he expected to happen? Or what, what was it that he expected Australia to have done if they did know that this conversation was ongoing between Solomon Islands and China? And I think that my, you know, the start of an answer to that question is Australia needs to remain uh, focused on its relationship with Solomon Islands um, rather than getting distracted by how it can be seen to be countering China. I think this is a time for um, really being able to demonstrate true faith and fealty with the people of Solomon Islands based on the relationship that's already in place. And I guess that's the question that's being asked, whether we have been sufficiently focused on the region or the Pacific family, as Peter Dutton put it last week, our Defence Minister. His colleague, Cabinet Minister Simon Birmingham, won't say whether Australia was warned about China negotiating such a military presence in the Solomon Islands. He says it's sensitive and he'll not publicly discuss intelligence briefings or conversations the government has with security partners. We will continue to work with any partners across the region uh, to discourage them from undertaking any actions that could undermine their sovereignty. Australia respects sovereignty of our international partners first and foremost, and to discourage from any actions that could undermine the peace or stability of the Pacific region. Simon Birmingham expressing a concern but not saying too much more. What about that broader question, Tess Newton-Kane? Has Australia dropped the ball in the region in recent years? I think... Um, you know, I mean, it depends what you mean by recent years. Certainly we've seen uh, prior to COVID, we saw a very strong focus on the region by the Morrison government and the Pacific step up was essentially the signature foreign policy of this government. And that involved a, a range of things, including people like Simon Birmingham going to the Pacific, possibly for the first time, um, and other ministers spending time there. And we've seen a number of uh, different things take place, whether it's infrastructure decisions or increased uh, defence diplomacy. We've seen a lot of those things. Were they playing catch-up, making up for some lost ground? Uh, possibly playing catch-up or possibly, you know, certainly wanting to make it clear 
that that this was a, a region that was of increased importance or of significance to the Australian foreign policy community. I think it's important to remember that that Australia has had long-standing relationships with the region across a number of different uh, aspects. They don't get talked about in the media very often. We've, there's been more focus in the media over the last few years, but Australia has been working in the region for a long time. I guess the difference, one of the big differences is we did see an increase in the presence of China, an increase in Chinese interest in the region, and Australia has possibly sought to try and um, play in the same spaces as China on the basis that China was getting more influence by virtue of its investments. Now, that question of influence, I think, is a debatable one. Um, but, you know, when it comes to, if it comes to, well, if they build a sports centre, we'll build a, a something, then it gets very difficult for Australia because if it's just, if, if the relationship is going to be reduced to simple transactionalism, and can we outspend China, then the, the short answer to that is no. The Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce is rejecting claims that Australia ignored any warnings last year from the Solomon Islands regarding these potentially deeper security and defence ties with China. He's denying we've dropped the ball and is questioning the value in all of this for the Solomons. The Solomon Islands is a sovereign nation and they have a, their own sovereign Prime Minister. I think what Australia has to do is say, well, what is the point of the Chinese having a naval base in the Solomon Islands. I mean, there's, it, they're not under threat from the Antarctic or New Zealand. Is that a helpful comment? How valid are the concerns about China establishing a military presence in the Solomons? Well, I think, you know, it's important to, to restate that this is a draft document. It hasn't yet gone to Cabinet. We don't know what version's going to go to Cabinet. Nothing's been signed. And a military base is one option that this document would envisage. I think the issue is... What does this mean for the security of the region? And that is a question for everybody. It's not a question for just Australia or just Australia and New Zealand. It is a question for the Pacific Islands region. There are countries much closer to Solomon Islands, such as Vanuatu and Papua New Guinea, who uh, uh, may have concerns about um, a decision of this type. So what I about think that suggestion, Tess? Sorry for interrupting that there is suggestions also today that perhaps they're quite close to striking some sort of similar agreement with Papua New Guinea as well. Is that likely? Well, you know, I mean, this is, you know, this is speculation. We know that China, um, Chinese officials are having conversations with Papua New Guinea across a whole range of things, including security. Security is a very important issue for the region. Um, you know, I've not seen anything to indicate that, that that conversation has progressed any further, but, you know, that, that may or may not happen. I think, like I say, I think in terms of where Australia's policymakers need to be focusing is they need to be focusing on what their relationship with these countries is and how that can be built on and developed rather than trying to second guess what other people might be doing. Certainly look to be a somewhat renewed focus on it at the moment. Doctor, thank you very much. Dr Tess Newton-Kane of the Pacific Hub at the Griffith Asia Institute joining us.